Alright, we're officially more than 30 days into the Circuit Breaker lockdown and you've made it to episode 11 of the Circuit Breaker podcast, a little podcast that I've been putting together during this time. And we are about halfway through the entire Circuit Breaker portion, right? So it's halftime, so I just thought that I'll check in with myself and also with you on how you are doing. My name is Isaac and if you've not heard this podcast before, feel free to check out the rest of the episodes on Spotify. So in the world of sports, the halftime is what makes or breaks just about the next half, right? And some of you might have been playing a really amazing first half. At the same time, there are others who maybe the first half of this entire circuit breaker hasn't really gone on as planned, right? Well, whatever the case, we are at the halfway mark and this is kind of the time for us to make a bit of that difference. I think it's important to just kind of kick back a little if you haven't done that. Uh, and really just spend a little bit of time today maybe thinking about you. Think about what you've done. Think about what you want to be able to do. Uh, think of what you haven't done, right? And whether there are kind of small things or plans that you want to be able to do to help you move yourself a little bit forward and to inch a little closer to where you want to be at the end of this entire second half. So let's start with some great halftime news, I guess, that's been happening in my life. Today, we are roughly at also around the halfway mark of Irene's pregnancy and it's quite a special day for us, right? So we are headed for a detailed examination of the baby uh, somewhere in the afternoon, uh, which will help us understand a little bit more about how the child has been growing and developing. Uh, and it's one of those scans where basically they want to be able to check that you've got, like the child's development is all right, uh, all the bone structures are there, you'll be able to see all your fingers and toes and all the essential things that kind of uh, make you human, right? Uh, and of course, it's also for us to kind of uh, be in the know or to be prepared if there are any um, deformities that might be uh, seen in the baby uh, or things that we might need to know uh, ahead of the baby coming along, right? And we're also at this stage where uh, we've been able to kind of feel the child through Irene's belly already. Uh, and it's one of those, I guess, movie moments where you think about Sigourney Weaver and Alien, right? And that scene, right? <laughs> which is kind of freaky. But I must say, it's been really, really interesting and intriguing for me to be able to feel something move within her. And I think to know that there's a little child that is in the making, right? Um, interestingly, I feel like in some unspoken way, we've also started to develop feelings for something we do not yet know. Um, and I, I guess it's kind of taken for granted, right? When people think, oh yeah, obviously it's your child, but... but but in reality, it's, it's not something that we know uh, entirely. We've seen kind of scans of what uh, the baby might look like. Um, but we don't really know anything more than that. And um, we've kind of fondly also given our little baby a nickname, uh, Peanut. Um, which is kind of, I guess, the first thing that came to mind when we were trying to describe uh, and finding out uh, more about this baby when we first kind of knew she was pregnant. Um, and of course, like I mentioned earlier, like there, there are tons of apps out there that kind of uh, they equate the size of the fetus to different types of plants and animals, depending on what you kind of select. Uh, so for us, uh, Peanut was a little name that kind of stuck for us for a long time, and we still refer to our unborn child as Peanut. So just yesterday, I woke up uh, and I asked Irene, uh, just as she, she was kind of waking up as well, I said, hey, do you, do you love Peanut? And I think, and immediately, instinctively, her answer was yes. And I was really quite thought-provoked at the sense where it's kind of interesting to realize that you could love something that you don't know. And 
and all kind of th- that hopes and dreams of that potential of a child come streaming in really quickly because we start thinking about, about what life would be like uh, with a new little one that we do not yet know. And I think at halftime right now, I've kind of come to terms to the fact that uh, we really need to start preparing for this child, right? Uh, and we really need to start preparing and thinking about certain arrangements and things we need to kind of think about. Uh, like, for example, the very fact that our HDB isn't going to be ready uh, by the time uh, little peanut pops out, uh, we'll probably have to, to raise him or her here in the rental that we are in. Uh, and that means that we had to make some arrangements. We spend the weekend kind of uh, turning things around and trying to find orientations and making more space and shifting stuff uh, to kind of think about areas in which we might need to, to save space to cr- or create space uh, to keep stuff or to keep things that we would need uh, that are essential uh, for a newborn. And again, I'm super thankful for family, uh, for looking out for us and for passing us stuff that we might need. And it's really a kind of a great move because it helps us save a lot of money actually on all the important necessities that we will need for Peanut. Um, and that's really been quite a meaningful thing to think about, uh, especially during this time where the things that are happening in my life are way bigger and, and more important, I guess, than just focusing on a pandemic or focusing on something uh, that doesn't seem to be really good news at this time, right? Uh, but that kind of said, like, I think as we enter the halfway mark, I do wonder how you are feeling at the same time. I think many of us might be feeling weighed down by what life has thrown at us. Uh, some of us face pay cuts. Some of us face job losses. Uh, or we know people who have faced either the pay cut or job loss. And it's really a scary and uncertain time for many. I just had drinks with a friend uh, on Friday and uh, we were doing over hangouts and we were talking and I found myself uh, inevitably always circling back to the pandemic. Like we will talk about something and then we will just end off with going, oh, life is hard. Like, oh, life is really difficult at this time. And it almost seems quite instinctive that the environment that we are in or the things that we are thinking about uh, circle around a lot of this pandemic talk and it does kind of make us feel a bit crap, right? So I think that's the one thing that I've been trying to to, to break out of as well and I don't know if you are facing that as well. Um, In fact, I think some people are also feeling a little bit stifled because of the space that is around them, especially if you don't have much space at home and you share a home with many people, right? Um, not everybody has the luxury of uh, like a, a work area and then a dining area and so on and so forth. Like for me, I eat where I work, right? And, and I, that's kind of because of the layout of the house and the things that I have. Uh, but yeah, not, not many people have the luxury to kind of bounce on a sofa and move space to space. So over the weekend, I suddenly went into a cleanup mode, right? To clear the mess at home and to reorg the extra room to make space for the baby things that I mentioned earlier. And I cleaned up and changed my table setting again uh, for the third time, right? So every week I've been doing this. Um, and I guess I've been, I guess, kind of inspired by uh, some Instagram pages uh, that have been popping up on my Explore page, uh, which just have really, really nice desktop setups, right? They've got a nice screen, they've got a nice mouse and yada, yada. Uh, so I've tried to make it a point to change things up every week. Uh, and I think it's all part and parcel of just keeping the workspace a little fresher. At the same time, I did all the arduous things of like cleaning fans, right? I don't know about you, but I really hate cleaning fans. Just knowing how much dust has been on it, tearing it all apart, washing it all down, drying it up to prevent rust. 
but really all these are kind of little things that you can do, especially during the weekend, to try and ensure that everything is prepared and everything is optimum ahead of the work week, right? And I think that's kind of a, a, a cool thing to do if you do have the time to do it and if you do want to be able to kind of just make things a little different for yourself, uh, to organize things and kind of declutter a bit. And I was just speaking to Irene about it and I told her that I was really kind of cleaning up, right? Because it's honestly tough being at home all the time. Uh, and I guess knowing that there's a mess that is building around you, right? Uh, from clothes being on the chair. It's so hard to even try and hide stuff on, on, on camera anymore, right? As, as I do my video calls. So half the time, I just don't have my camera on just because my house is, is super messy. Um, but if you've got time this week, you know, a great way to kind of clear your mind is to really declutter the spaces around you. And your environment has a crazy way of just overtaking you. You know, I found that doing really mundane things also helps. Uh, I don't know what was the last mundane thing you did, but I take laundry to be quite a mundane thing, right? You see, like, we all know the drill. We all know what goes in and, like, how much of whatever liquids need to be poured into the machine. Then once it's done, we hang stuff up. And because we know it so well and because we're doing it so well, it's kind of a great way to shut down a little. It's kind of a great way to just relax and be robotic about it, right? Or folding the clothes for that matter is quite a robotic kind of, uh, I guess, um, process unless you're super particular, right? For me, running also kind of does that. So I've started learning uh, to survey the space around me and I started going for four to five kilometer runs uh, every alternate day uh, because I just want to keep my mind off things. Uh, and because I know the 45-kilometer routes around me, uh, all I'm doing is I'm just running uh, mindlessly. I'm not even thinking about where I should turn or, or whatever I should be doing. I, I've, I even know the pace I should be running at to get home at a certain time, right? And it's a great way to tune out and rest your mind. Because I think fundamentally, you don't always have to be superbly productive all the time. Because knowing how to rest when to rest, really kind of ensures that you can stay at your optimum all the time. Now that's it, right? At the same time, I've been researching running routes all around my space to try and figure out what if I did a 6km run? What if I did a 7 or 10km run? What would that look like? And ideally, a lot of this planning just helps to allow me to also explore safely. Uh, and that could also be another way of approaching the things that you're doing. Are there new ways, for example, like changing up uh, the setting of my table? That's a new way of being able to experience my workflow this week. In the same way, figuring out a new route to kind of try out, that's going to be a new way for my mind uh, to be engaged as well. So I think learning to kind of flip-flop and engage your mind in different ways is kind of important, especially during this time, just so that you're not stuck in a rut or stuck in a straight line and you don't really know how to maneuver uh, left or right. So I think being at a halfway mark right now, you know, all I want you to kind of really be able to do today is ask yourself how you've been. How has the last, I guess, 30 odd days been for you working from home uh, in isolation, uh, away from maybe some of you away from family, uh, away from the comforts of life that you used to have, uh, and obviously knowing the fact that life isn't going to be the same uh, after this whole thing is lifted. But how have you been? And honestly, if you've not asked yourself that question, I would take some time today just to do that because 
it's a good way to be super honest with yourself about how you're feeling. Uh, and I think it's also a good way to recalibrate what's important to you right now. Because things aren't the same. And I think it's important to acknowledge they aren't the same. And I think another question to also explore is, what are you hopeful for? Because I think in a time like this, hope can be a powerful thing, right? It's not just a floozy thing to kind of just think about. Um, because whatever we hope for uh, or kind of hope in during a seemingly hopeless time can help us to brave through this whole thing with a little bit more certainty. Uh, and it gives us a goal and an objective to kind of be at, right? And hope can take different forms. For some people, it's the hope of being able to spend time with family. For others, it could be the hope of just being able to have a meal after all these things are done. And I think hope can make all the difference for how we will emerge and show up in this second half. I mean, we've all watched movies, right? If you're a big movie buff, if you watch Rocky, if you watch Lord of the Rings, uh, we've seen scenes in hospitals, heck, even Star Wars is all about hope. And the reason behind this whole entire everlasting narrative of hope is because we all need something to cling to. We all need something to look out for and to look forward for. And there's nothing more than, than we need now than hope. But yeah, I guess maybe some of us need nasi lemak or like durian, which in good news and in other news, the durian season should be starting really soon. But as of the time of recording this, our friends in Malaysia have obviously gone from conditional MCO to an extension all the way to June 9th. Uh, and that obviously will affect, continue to affect uh, goods that are travelled uh, or sent and delivered into Singapore. And that obviously includes durians, right? Uh, hopefully, all things will kind of be steady and, and, and we'll get even better crops of durians coming into Singapore only because they can't fly out to China, right? So hopefully, we get the good stuff. And I just wanted to say, really, at the end of the day, that, that right now, it's halftime. The game is going to go on in just a bit. And getting ready for it starts right now. And I really look forward to trying my best to survive this next half. Uh, with all the things that are happening in my life, the different changes that I need to adapt to, uh, and all that life is going to throw at us for, for crying out loud. But there is hope that we can all cling to. And if you don't believe in hope, I'm sure by now you have already heard that McDonald's is reopening. And if you thought McDonald's was going to open in, on June 1st, and it has opened now, you've experienced what hope feels like. Okay? And I'm not trying to belabor this point. But... Hope is about the most powerful thing that I think you and I can cling on to. Uh, and I wonder what you are hoping for at the end of this all. So here's to the next half. Uh, I, it's going to be tough, I think. It's going to be as tough as the first half was going to be. But if you've made it this far, you know you will make it, right? Uh, things aren't going to be the same anymore. But the least we can do is try. And I think the least we can do is hope. And of course, hopefully, by the end of all of this, you and I will be able to sit down and have a drink together and celebrate that we made it. So here's definitely to the next half. And I wish you all the best. And if there's anything that, that comes to your mind that you want to talk about and you don't know who to turn to, feel free to hit me up on Instagram or on Facebook. Um, and really, I think 
what we have right now is each other, right? So until next time, stay home, stay safe. Don't be a sovereign. Don't be someone who's going to go out and not wear a mask. Just don't be an idiot, right? And to all mothers out there who are listening to this, happy Mother's Day. Thank you very much for doing all of us a service of taking care of children and raising them up in good ways. This has been episode 11. And hopefully the next time you hear from me, we will have a little bit more updates on Peanut and whether Peanut's a boy or a girl. So tune into this space. Thank you very much for being here. Totally appreciate you. Have a great day and have a great week ahead.